Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses <laughs> on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alaska Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. Every darn day, we rollerblade proudly. We do TikToks with the leg. We do TikToks with the rollerblade. We're, we're, I, I don't know. Mike Myers. Oh, my God. First of all. First of all, I, I didn't know we'd ever do this again during my work schedule, but here we are right before work, live with Radio Hope. It's been a minute on this side of the dial anyway. How you doing? Well, I'm, I'm doing well now. I've, I kind of, at least now I feel included in. I was doing fine. Now I'm depressed. Oh, come on now. How can you be depressed? You know, it, it's... Because you started your show and you're dancing and you're having a great time. And I feel like the, the third wheel, I'm just in the corner. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh, just wheel you out for... Do you know what the title of my show is right this minute? Tell me. A Quickie with Alex Garrett. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's your fault you're the one who wants to do this yeah i did want to do this because i promised you we do a radio uh, podcast and here yeah and you know i got to thinking about what i had posted oh geez in response and i thought gee maybe that was rude to put it that way where did you post it i didn't see anything well it's because you don't read what i send you you don't love me anymore I, I saw, I know you don't know. Oh, I saw that all that, but I didn't care. I still was like, listen, uh, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Yeah, I said, I said, Alex, let me know for sure. It's like my I wife saying, care. maybe I won't have a headache tonight. I can't live that way. I, I need to know. Damn it. Please. You're the most spontaneous person I know, <laughs> by the way. Literally, you, know, you could be in the middle of a thought and it jumps to another one on your podcast sometimes, and I roll my eyes. Yeah, it and it happens often. I'm trying to figure out how to become more professional, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. I told you what happened, right? I listened to it for two minutes a couple of weeks ago, and my eyes were already rolling because you had said something. I'm like, I'm just starting, and you got my eyes <laughs> rolling around. It's like, come on, Michael. <laughs> That's funny. So anyway, I, went, I, love, I love the backdrop. By the way, are you? Uh, are there any bears behind you, or, or are you okay? Uh, no, but I did find a uh, a used mask and a used condom. Dude, it's getting gross out here. I'm seeing people throw <laughs> masks on the ground. I'm seeing people throw gloves. It's like what the hell, man. It's just it. It's gross because it just is like no <clears throat> respect for anything, really. Did, did you hear about the kids at the at the, the grade school? When they got off the bus, they go run into each other's friend. You know, oh, let me try your mask. It is so cool. Oh no! 
Well, no, actually, no. I, there's some seriousness to that, but uh, no, there there definitely is. But there's also, I don't know. I'm I'm I'm. How are you gonna out. prevent kids from hugging each other? You can't prevent. Uh, you know, with a sad thing. Are, are we gonna literally put in law enforcement to stop hugging? Like, is that what's gonna happen next? We pretty much have done that now, and many of us have have. And I'm gonna say it, and I know you don't agree with me on this area, but uh, you know, Iowa's the hotspot, right? We got lots and lots and lots and lots of new cases of COVID-19 hospitalizations. <laughs> zilch. We got a lot of COVID-19 going on. You know, in Texas, I think they're going to go door to door and ask for blood uh, for blood samples. I don't know. That's too intrusive. Like that is, that is just too intrusive, dude. It's just like it, it is a bit much. <laughs> door to door and then i know they were actually contemplating taking people out of there me me if they have covid me, uh, come to, come get my blood me me and then you'll be like you know inserted with a chip and everything that'll be some- why do they have to shove that stick all the way back in the back of your when they can get it from spittle i'm i i look I, it, it's confusing i, I don't want to talk about it anymore all right well i'll tell you another story so i was listening uh as i was rollerblading through the offices i listened to one one of the statements someone said on the radio about how, you know, we're, we're keeping in disabled people who may be at risk. And that got my brain started, man. That was like, but how many essential workers are actually disabled? Let's have that conversation. And I was very fascinated by this. And so I'm going to tell you, in California alone, <laughs> uh, in California alone, of the five major occupation groups, people with a disability were more concentrated in service occupations than those with no disability. Meaning, weird essential workers are disabled. Wow. And I think that's the case everywhere. And so my thought is, stop labeling us high, you know, stop Ooh. labeling us. We, you know, you label us high risk, yet here we are putting work together, making America go, making the country go. So why are you still labeling us? You know, I, I think being labeled disabled is just, to me, I've always had an issue with it. I like to call it differently abled. And people are like, that's not cool. Oh, I like that. Because we're differently abled. I never believe in saying disabled. I just cannot bring myself to say it. We're differently abled. But to now see facts that and stats that, you know, disabled people are working during this pandemic. Firstly, it should tell able-bodied people, hey, get up off your you-know-whats and start working. Find a job. I'm sorry, but find a job, firstly. Do you remember um, the movie A Beautiful Mind? A Beautiful Mind? You know, I didn't see that, but I really should. Have. That is, uh, that. Uh, I need to actually watch it again. But the guy is, uh, I think he's autistic. But he has this math skill that's just absolutely phenomenal. So is he really? Um, and then uh, Zach Bork does a show called uh, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Spectrum Buddies, and all of his people on his crew they all have autism, but oh, wow. they are not disabled. They are so enabled in other ways. There, it's just. It's very refreshing to to listen well, to his podcast. <clears throat> it's interesting you talk about that because I do think that 
the whole reason why these charter schools and other schools exist and they couch it as the talented people because let's face it autistic people are have a different talent than than the regular student and i think it's right for them to be in a different thing in a different school but i also think they should be included like i don't know where the balance is but how do we include them in the regular society yet give them the education they deserve that may not fit in the public school? It's a very interesting debate. Well, and I think the fact that you even bring up the word balance. Hmm. Why? Because I balance. I don't know. So how did you lose your life? I'm sorry. Did you like that story? I, I was well, so- actually, 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 I talked to my wife about it and I, I don't understand why. You know, if it's the same person asked you the same question over and over, but what's wrong with an inquiring mind, except maybe the way people ask you the question? Well, I, maybe I didn't convey it as well enough then. Cause I don't think you did, which is unusual for you, because you are like the most conveying. Never mind. I was trying to say that I'm okay with it being asked once. Well, I guess I didn't come off that way, did I? Once a, once a day? No, no. By by the same person. I'm okay with oh, it. Oh, by. Okay. By the same person once, but here's the thing: he just kept asking me and asking me. And oh, no, 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 that's weird. If you have if you have not missed that podcast, I highly recommend you go find it after Mike and I are done. It's nine days are going by nine eight twenty, I think uh, that I did. That. Yeah, I listened to it. You know what I would want to do? I'd want to pee on his leg. Well, and then the bus came, and I said, <laughs> "Nope, I'm not getting on the bus with you because he was just going to keep questioning me." So why would? <laughs> That's funny. And I was proud of that moment. I was like, you know what? Good. I'm not getting on the bus. Someone... <laughs> I'm not going to let someone keep questioning me on the bus. I just... It I sounded like I... he was just being a jerk. No, but it just... In this area, there are people from, and I'm going to say other countries that come here. Oh. Places that are not used to it. But instead of asking oh. once, they can't handle it to the point where they ask me over and over. I mean, this guy was in his 70s asking me. It just was like. See, now I thought you were referring to me. Oh, no. My God. You, you always ask me the most bizarre questions anyway. And I answer every one of them. <laughs> Pretty much. So, <clears throat> and, um, and yeah, but isn't that interesting? So, so what else is up? What's up with you at 9 a.m. Eastern today? Because I know we haven't checked in on, on that show. On. Well... Um, you know, I, uh, well, I'm, I'm continuing this, this, this is a great book. Let's David. I, it, yeah, it, it is really okay. But to answer your question, uh, uh, I got an email yesterday from some ministry place. Oh, it's called called. And I'm starting to think, gee, am I called? Have I been called into the ministry? And am I being so out there when it comes to my innuendos that people don't take me seriously? Because I take things of God very seriously. But 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 it gets murked up by your 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 antics, my, in other words. Yeah, yeah. Murked up. I like that. Myers is murked up, man. That's better than effed up. That is a great podcast. Myers Merck Merck. on Spreaker.com. Yeah, Merked Up Myers. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with Muck the Schmuck. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, anyway, so I've been, it, it's, it's an interesting read. Um, but it's, life right now is kind of weird. I mean, it's been, my gosh, it's 47 degrees here. Rainy. And a few uh, days over from you in Denver, it's snowing. So what what do you know about that? Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, of and, course, uh, in California, we were watching the wildfires. First of all, who does a gender reveal fire uh, party with oh, fireworks? It's just so stupid. Is that what happened? Oh, jeez. And then, so they do a gender reveal, and then the child grows up, and they're not. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't do it anymore. No, it's just in the middle of a pandemic. Whatever this is, I don't even know if it's a pandemic anymore, but I feel like it is. I don't know what it is. I, I feel like we're in a vacuum right now that we're not sure where we're at. Because you got one side saying it's still here. You got another side saying it's gone. You got another side saying get the damn test. You're like... <laughs> I like That's that. me. That's me. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that will be, you know, it says pull and I'm pushing on the door. But I'm so grateful that I, even after all well, those months at home, I'm able to still do this with you in the morning. And look, folks, he actually flexed. He was able to do it before 8 a.m. Eastern. I thought he was done. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I could change my schedule. I'm I'm ready to go at 6. Really? Time. Well, well, I could be. Because we need to but Okay, but here's the, here's the problem. Here we go. I need, well, I'm just going to be, you know, totally honest, which is a new concept for people like you. Um, <laughs> I need, maybe I do have some kind of a disability. I need to be succinct. Is that the right word? That's a great word. No, I don't think it is. Succinct like, is a great word. What does succinct mean? Does it mean like just right on the money? It needs to be precise. precise? Yes. Okay. So, so if I'm going to get up every, and I, I don't know that one. <laughs> oh. What did she just say? She said, mm, I don't know that one. I think I was talking about positions or something. <laughs> There's that laugh. Oh, I don't know that one. Anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> If she doesn't know this is a position. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if if we were to do that, I it, it couldn't be a. But you see, you're a person on high demand. You need to be able to drop and go with your job, and I think it's. And and you live in New York. You have a, you have a fascinating life to me. Mine is just very boring. Nothing it's going on. I mean, I roll my around, and nobody really invites me out to places, but that's okay. That's what I say. Uh, anyway, no, actually, I tell you, I've stopped wandering around the city a lot more. To be, you've honest. been wandering after work. I just wanted to get a feel that the city was okay, so I'd wander around and look for the oh. people doing outdoor dining, and I wouldn't sit there because I didn't want to catch anything. So here I was, just rolling right past them. Sound like Forrest Gump, and there I was, rolling right past outdoor diners. Twenty-five percent. Capacity. They're talking now. Open finally, it, right? indoor. Yeah, that is a, that is huge. But they're going to fight for fifty percent, I think. So we'll see how that goes. Well, I still think it's kind of bizarre that you know I was excited. Oh, McDonald's is open, so I was getting ready to go in, and this guy comes walking out, this state trooper, and he's just taking off his mask. And I said, uh, "Oh, cool. You can go in there and eat." He said, "Yeah, but it's kind of tricky because you got to keep your mask on in between bites." 
Oh. No. Yeah, they were sitting at the table. They. I'm sorry. Some, in between bites, what? 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 Well, and some people will. Um, uh, you walk in. It's like okay, you have to wear. You have to have your mask on when you walk in. But after you get in, we don't care if you leave it on or not. So. It, it, that's right, because I just want the camera to show someone walking in with a mask, and then that's it. Then that's oh, it, I guess. And think about it. So we're going to keep people six feet apart. They got a mask, camera, eyes, indicator. We know that's Alex. We know where he eats. We know where, where he is every morning at such. We all we know everything about Alex. Well, you know what Sam Kinison would say. And by the way, I haven't been as funny, but I should send you the story of Cuba Gooding Jr. saving a man from a fire. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I did. It's fascinating. I mean, during the, the Shabbat prayer, uh, I made some bad jokes to friends. I really shouldn't say it. Oh, well. <clears throat> but like, okay, if, if, if you can't, if you can't do the prayer on one night, should we cancel Hanukkah? Because that's eight nights. <laughs> so wait a minute so got the guy got lit up on the first night well no i'm saying it was a shabbat pr- a Shab- shabbat prayer for for you know a synagogue I don't know. service and um yeah and he he t- set on fire so i'm like if we can't do one candle right can we do eight candles right wow interesting you know what? And that would, in certain crowds, that would be hilarious. Look, uh, due to concerns, we're going to have to cancel Hanukkah for this person. Uh, look, I apparently was muzzled. I don't remember that. But oh, no. Oh, it does. By the way, yesterday. No, no beans before three, the service. Store, three things from yeah. about, about, you know, from anonymous people that a whistleblower did this with the intel. Uh, you know, so this is about the Intel, uh, Woodward's book. And then the third thing was that Muz- Trump, uh, Fauci was muzzled by Trump. I mean, who's coming out of the woodworks with these stories? I don't know. Personally, I... I just know we got to pray, Michael, because it's going to get nasty. They are already planning for violence if Trump wins. This is what's going to happen. I'm just thinking about renewing my Hustler magazine. Well, you know what? That's a good way to spend the next two months in the basement with Joe reading. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, did I tell you um, that somebody had asked me where the Biden store was, and I said I think it's in somebody's basement. There's a Biden supporter, and there's trade-ins coming in on Biden flags. We've got a, we've got an excess of uh, Biden flags because they're trading them in for Trump flags. Wow! Not it's really. Your house full of, you know. Biden flags, just like there'll be a warehouse full of votes for Trump. No, just kidding. Hey, they got a big, uh, uh, big uh, uh, boat thing going on. So, but they actually lost boats. They had sunk. Boats sunk in in Texas. I was like, what's going on with that? In New Jersey, I guess they did well because I didn't hear any story. But well, I thought it was. A- yeah, that was my boat. We had two minute flags on there. I think, and I just, I, I'm sorry, that was funny. It was just. Well, my son had told me I, I went to his place of employment, and he said, "Yeah, did you hear that four boats went down in Texas at a Trump rally?" And I said, "No, it's not even was, a war; it's a Trump rally." And he said, "Well, evidently Trump is making waves." 
So I, I didn't realize it really happened, but they're having a big one this weekend, this Saturday. Mike, the way be... you made that sound, sound like a war story. At the Trump rally, <laughs> yeah. four boats go down. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little cough. All right, uh, guys. We you need to get going. We need the tests. We need the test, guys. Get in here. Yeah, no kidding. Well, here's what I'm keeping with me. See this right here? Cough drop. Because when you're out in public and you get a tickle, People look at you like you've got COVID. Or I was you're like a oh, rhyme or something like that. Oh. Tickle, tickle, give me a pick. Oh, shoot. <laughs> hey, were you on Ed's show the other night? Because I saw you posted the link. I don't know if you were on it or just sharing it. Or... Um, I, I just shared it. I, I, I can only, I, I can only, I hear so much. I listen to Rush and... Another guy in the have, band? No, I'm kidding. I like Rush the band. Yeah, uh, was Getty? Is that his name? I think so. Oh, I don't know, but uh, no. focus, Mike. But but I'm overloaded with stuff, and then I'm reading Blitz, and I'm reading Art of the Deal, which is really a interesting book. He's a well, quite an interesting man. Trump is. Well, and you could see how he applies it to his presidency too. It's amazing. And and pe- yesterday I got into it with a gal at the at the bus bar, and she said, "Why is it that Trump people get so ticked off if some somebody disagrees with him?" I said, "I don't do that." She said, "Oh, last year you did. Oh, you mean when I took the empty can and bashed it against my head and threw it across the room, and went screamed because somebody said, "Yeah, it's Trump's fault." That's why. It's like everything's Trump's fault. He's bigger than God. Oh. So anyway, I made. A are comment. you saying? Are you saying that even the liberals treat him as like he's God or something like that? Well, they give him that kind of power because he's. I mean, he's he caused COVID or something. I don't know. It's just weird. So anyway, this gal said I made some comment and she said, and I quote, "bullshit." And I said, "Are you calling me a liar?" She said, "No, I did not call you a liar." I said, "But you just said BS. Isn't that the same?" No. I said, well, yes, it is. How, how, how else can I take that? What do you mean by that? So anyway, I said on the, on the way out, I just told her, I said, I love you. It's a commandment. Don't have a choice. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw well, that and here's in. the thing. The funny thing is I do think that the far, you know, the, the, those who want to yell at people who are Christian, I wouldn't say that's moderate. That's just like a little bit out there extreme. They think Christians are in a box, just like Christians think they're, you know, know, like some do and they're not. I mean, neither side should think that they're in a box. Christians should, you know, I don't know. It just seems like they think everybody thinks Christians are in a box, whether you're a Christian or not. I mean, that's just the reality. Everybody thinks they're in some certain bubble, but they're not. And when you think out of that, it's exciting. It's like. And it keeps people on their toes too. Like we can kiss people. That's not a sin. I'm sorry. Did I? I had a. We can what? We can, you know. Never mind. What? No, but we can have feelings for someone. We shouldn't be told not to have feelings for someone as Christians. You know, I just there's some things I agree with, and some things it's like, well, I like this girl. I'm I'm still gonna kiss her if I like her. You know, that's just that's just my nature. Yeah, what's wrong with that? 
Well, no, I'm just saying, I, I will say, I don't think teaching abstinence is the best answer anymore. Let's put it that way. I think it's a different era now. And, and then I see these. Oh, I would say, wow, that's interesting. You know, um, I still think that's the best thing, but you also have to, along with that, say, look, temptation's tough. Gee whiz. Here's the issue. You end up uh, being children, married, having children, and you wonder why things aren't going well. I mean, if you're going to put your thing in a in, – anyway, you're, you're going to be – if you're going to play adult, realize that you could be forced into that position or just kill the baby. <clears throat> That's the worst part. But and well, I agree. well, and and, the, and then on the other hand, as I'm thinking about this, that's why there's so much. Oh, that's why there's so much abortion and everything because we're not having that morality built into into society anymore. So what do we do? How do we balance it out? How do we tell people to have fun? And Safe yeah. podcasting. Use protection. What are you doing, Mike? <laughs> So here's the, here's the, really, it does come down to this. You start to play with fire and don't be surprised. It's tricky. It is. I'm telling you. I mean, again, I could have been a dad with the gal that I went to confirmation class with. That's why I'm not going to, I'm not going to look down on anybody because they got the hots for somebody and they ended up somewhere where maybe they shouldn't have been. I mean, I get it. It's just that you gotta, oh, it's so, oh my gosh, I get what you're saying. <clears throat> it's like it's like it's like having two. <laughs> well, not really. Well, it's like ha- it's like having a dog in heat, uh huh, and a dog that likes the dog in heat, and then saying, "Don't touch foo foo." What? Foo foo. Tell me, don't tell me not to touch foo foo. Is ready? Look at her. But we're not animals. Oh, that's it. That's it. Knock on the door. Hi, can Susie come out and play? Oh, I'm sorry, Timmy. She's having her period right now. We, we were. It's but you you bring up a great point. You really do. And how would you how would you share that with a bunch of youth group kids? Here's candy that tastes so good, but we don't know that it tastes good yet. But then when they get out and taste it, oh, and then it's hard to stop. And that great is why. Points. Because I've seen kids come from other places of the country, actually Christian homes, and say, you know, I want to explore myself. So I came to, yeah, I want to get out and about. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Because I do think there's some, maybe some oppression or some suppression going on in the Christian household. I I don't know. But I I, mean, but I don't think you would want to encourage your suppression to be sexually active. No, absolutely not. And I don't want the schools to teach that either because I think that's terrible. Oh, back in my day, it was the banana, it was the condom on the banana thing. However, maybe uh, you know, and I think Christians in 2020 are evaluating things differently because they know the realities of life. I mean, yeah, it's be right. Like, and this is what to me, this is what it is. Be upfront with them. Sin is play, sin for a season. I got that up on my right here. It's great for a season. Ooh, yeah, that felt great. Hi, guess what? I'm late. What do you mean you're late? You're on time. No, I mean, I didn't have my period, Timmy. And you add on top of that, no encouragement to stay with each other. No one encourages that. It's like, all right, well, then just, you know, get rid of the baby. There's no encouragement to stay together anymore. That's That's the way. 
that's the way I was. And I was brought up that, that that's how I felt about it. Well, we, there's no way you can have that baby. Turned out she wasn't pregnant. So I'm a, I'm a freaking hypocrite. If I'm somebody who's point my finger at somebody else and say, I can't believe you'd even consider such a thing. Oh, I get it. But, mm. but your, your life is like, all of a sudden it just, if you didn't have the easy out, the easy out of an abortion, that's not an easy out, especially for the baby. Oh. Then what would you do? Well, maybe you don't put on a blindfold and jump behind the wheel of a car and drive drunk. Maybe it's not thing. a good idea. Here's the other thing that I really get frustrated with. This is deep. A lot of Christians I met through the years, like Franklin Graham gets criticized in the media. I sat next to him in the same studio. He's a good man. The Graham family is a good family. Why are they being villainized all the time? Why are people who like, and I will tell you, I also met Hobby Lobby. Remember that group that was heavily criticized for the belief in traditional marriage. Well, they're good people. So, Oh, the the guy that started it. Yeah. So how is it? I got his book. It's just amazing. The lengths that the extremists does not moderate. The extremists go to try and bring down good people, but Hey, we'll allow, you know, we should kneel for the rider on the street, right? It's the message. I'm sorry. It's the message we're getting. And I feel it. I feel it in my bones. It's like, no, uh, well, then I think so. So in a, instead of us trying to, you know, change the entire world, which isn't going to happen, maybe we make an impact one person at a time. And like I'm in a situation right now where I'm encouraging this young lady to maybe have her and some of her friends do a little uh, a podcast about, hey, guess what? I found out the hard way, but I found out. And I can help you if you're willing to listen to not have to find out the hard way. Peer to peer, if you're willing to, but if you're not willing to listen, go ahead and find out the hard way. You could end up, uh, you know, wow, fill in the blank in, in prison for the rest of your life. Maybe I'll make know. this new statement. Society lion villainizes the good people and kneels for the, for the rioters. It sounds extreme, but is it really? It sounds extreme, but is it really because... I feel like they're kneeling for Alex. It is so messed up right now. I mean, I've thought about getting on and doing more and more podcasts about the crazy. You want to defund the police? What? The electoral college. I'm going to finish watching this uh, video on a, that's on a, 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 who cares what it's on, but fascinating. (laughs) Why that's why the electoral college is so extremely important. Yet people trying to get rid of it. Well, we get rid of it. Our constitution. We're done. We're done. If if the because they gone. want anarchy. I mean, the anarchists want popular rule, and that's not going to happen. That that should not happen. No, it shouldn't. But I I still think there's something funny going to happen with Biden because he was coughing again yesterday on his speech multiple times. I'm like, oh, they're not they're not giving him anything, are they? Like you know, I don't know how crazy the 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 establishment is to get him to do what they need. And, and and between you and me and the fence post, I just again I keep on saying this to my my conservative friends. I hope we don't get kind of like that guy says. Thank God I'm not like that one over there. Let's well, just I'm, count up. I'm actually worried for the man that they're going to try and get him out through COVID. I, I'm very worried. About Who Biden? 
yeah, that they're going to just say, you know, he has COVID and then that. My concern is that we conservatives become a bunch of stuck up bully assholes. Pardon my French. If Biden has to leave the race. No, no, no. When Trump wins, I truly believe Trump is going to win big. But I think I just don't want to see us become a bunch of arrogant jerks. No, but I don't know how we're going to combat the violence that's going to happen on the streets after. I just don't know what's going to happen. I think we're in for a big, and I I really second guessed Ed on this quite a bit, but I think Ed's been we're 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 in. A, Does he think it's yeah. all going to be over by the time? By the no. Time? In fact, he's kind of like, "Okay, hey, be prepared, guys, because uh, this is going to get ugly," and I think it could get ugly. I hope it doesn't get ugly. I mean, right. how many how many people have? have exercised their second amendment rights and gone out and purchased a gun. Well, you know, in 2016, the gun sales went up just before the election because they were worried Hillary was going to win. Actually. I never thought that I was going to be somebody who owned a gun other than a, than a pellet gun in my house. Never. Do I plan on using it? I hope not. And that didn't, I didn't because for, I didn't buy it for, for, you know, to go out, although that's one of the things we're going to do is go out and just, you know, practice shooting, but self-defense, you know, I, and I'm, 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 I'm Mike, I think you have to stop listening to the media too. I don't know how much you listen to them, but here's, no, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you something. I don't want you telling me what I should listen to and what I shouldn't listen to, but go ahead, finish your, finish your point. <laughs> I was saying that I was at Prospect Park in Brooklyn the other day with my dad on mm-hmm. for day. Mm-hmm. And all I thought was like we're peaceful here. The cops in the community, African American community, are mm-hmm. coexisting. Mm-hmm. So what reports are we hearing? We're only hearing of various things. It's not like a whole sector is going to war every day. And I wish people would stop. Oh, I I agree totally. I wish the media would stop saying that narrative because I feel like that's what they're saying. It's like everybody's going to war every day. No, it's not. We are living no. peacefully, but you got you don't want to put the cameras there because you don't want your narrative to say the cops and community are existing. You want the narrative to be where there isn't peace. You know, it's it's kind of interesting. It's almost like uh, Trump and his he, he is definitely an anti-war president. I'm yeah, and he's a guy. Yeah, I I, lo- I love it. He's he's a peace-loving guy, but that doesn't bring money in for the big companies that are selling their crap. And that's countries. why they don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I know. And as By far way, as a, as far as a permit to, I'm, I'm not a, uh, I can't divulge too much, but I, I would not feel, I would not feel safe with a gun stuck in my back pocket heading out sure. anywhere. I would, I, I'd sit down and shoot off my left ass. Knowing yeah. my, I think. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I any podcast about it the next morning. <laughs> hey. Hey, I sat down and shot off my left ass. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a combination. I think the two make up one. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm gonna let you go because we're having And I can never I can't I can't ever think of shooting a gun. However, I'm very thankful to have my crutches in this time because I just don't know anymore. I mean But it's still a weapon for you. Right. And one last thought. I drove by a car accident scene yesterday, uh drive by. I rolled by on my rollway. And that was good for uh-huh. me because 
when I see the reality in front of me, that life isn't always precious and in a bubble because I'm on a roll blade and feeling protected, uh-huh. that woke me up to be more vigilant and more careful. Um, and so today on this podcast, I'm telling you first, I'm not wearing headphones anymore. I think I have to stop wearing headphones and getting distracted by my music. I think I just have to focus oh. to and from and not think about getting distracted with anything else. Because, you know, for a normal person, if they accidentally get nicked by a car or whatever, like they might recover from that. I just have this fear that if I ever got hit, I wouldn't be able to recover because like that's a lot. Of, that's a one limb that I'm working on. So it's it's. So you tool around town with your headphones on. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, yeah, I don't think it's even legal to drive with a headset on. And I think because you can't you can't hear the the police car coming up behind you. I mean, I that scared the crap out of me. I've I've done that before with my on my motorcycle. And it's it's kind of neat because you're tooling down the road and but it's also kind of scary because you're not really that cognizant of of your surroundings as far as yeah I don't know that's it. So like I saw this car scene accident on Union Turnpike in Parsons and I was like I don't think I was shaken to a point but I definitely was more awoken like whoa this could happen to me if I'm not careful so why do I uh, you know. Hmm. A lesson to always be grateful, Michael, and a lesson to just be more mindful, vigilant, and, and careful. <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, let's see, is it illegal to drive with headphones? It's state by state. I think in Iowa, it's against, I don't think it's legal on a motorcycle, but I'm not sure. To me, it just doesn't make sense. Driving with headphones, state by state. It's illegal to drive with uh, Alaska, California, Louisiana, Maryland, Minnesota, Ohio, Rhode Island, Virginia, Washington. All right. Interesting. I, wanna, I will also say that my stepfather tonight. Holy shit. Pardon my French. In Iowa, it's legal huh. to wear headphones while driving. you got to be kidding me. I think that's crazy. Well, I'm glad right, we something I'll, new today here on Alex Garrett Podcasting with Mike. Well, I did. Radio Hope. So, so I'm, you know, if it's safe to drive while having headset on, I'm going to quit using protective. And don't wear masks then. <laughs> items. Yeah, no more, no more protected sex acts. All right, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> hey, Mike, I got one thing I want to throw in here. Tonight, my stepfather, Vic Furman, debuts on Ohm Times Radio, his new cool. show, Vox Novus, 8 p.m. Eastern. Would you send me a link? Yeah, I'll send you. I'll actually please send the link right in the chat so people who listen in the archive, if they listen in the archive, eight central time, uh, eight central, eight eastern. Sorry, eight eastern, seven central. Yes, sir. We're getting the word out there from this. I will. I will listen while I'm while I'm playing pool. No, wait a minute. I get an elks meeting tonight. How's your <clears throat> How's your pool game going? By the way. I know you're um, not, not too bad. The, the table's cleared off. Nice. <laughs> Pretty much it. What's so funny? I don't, I don't get that. I, well, because usually the table is full of stuff. Oh, you're so good because there's no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Usually the table is being used as a table and not a pool table. I know you've been to right now. Sometimes. And right now it's completely cleared off except for. I can't even look because I got a green screen behind me. <laughs> okay. 
See, he can look. This is funny. That's very good imagery because that that was that was good. I, I like that a little bit. He can't look because he's in the wood. In in the woods. I I'm in the woods. I can't look. How's your squirrel friend? Is she good? Squirrel friend. I like that. That sounds cool. What squirrel friend? I don't know. The one that you said came right up to you at one point. You know that. Oh, you mean the actual squirrel? Nah, she flipped me off. She's been too. She, her tail is just all ragged. She's she's a slut. She's been uh, she's been everywhere. Oh my god, Mike! All ragged. She is. She's she's she is. She's just wagging her tail. Everywhere. Talking about abstinence and talking about a a, a uh... an animal slut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, say goodbye, Alex. Love you, man. Be well. I will. Bye. I'm Alex Garrett podcasting. Uh, well, Alex Garrett, definitely going to delve into the whole disability um, essential thing a little more in depth. I'll figure out how. I'll let you know. But for now, have a great morning, and we'll see you again on Alex Garrett Podcast.